Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. This episode is made possible by the support of Chuck's Fine Wines. Chuck's has been a Chagrin Valley beverage destination for over 75 years. With a wide variety of fine wines, craft beers, specialty foods, and cheese, there is something to please every palate and every budget. They care about you and the safety of your family during this challenging time and encourage you to take advantage of curbside pickup or delivery. Call 440-247-7534. Follow them on Facebook and visit their website at chucksfinewines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am excited to have a really great guest tonight, Randy Ford, and he's... um, the master storyteller. I shall call you the storyteller whisperer. (laughs) Randy, tell us about you and tell the listeners how they can reach out to you. Yeah. So my name's Randy Ford. I'm a writer and storytelling strategist in Chicago. And my website is firststorystrategies.com. Also love email Randy at firststorystrategies.com. So I help people write their message and, and find the ways to tell the stories of them, of the impact they have on the world and what is shaping their legacies, including nonprofits that that have certain advocacy goals that they want to meet and how to use stories to, to meet those goals. Um, but I also do some, some media coaching and some public speaking coaching, especially along with a, um, a partner of mine, Mariana Swallow, who's a fantastic public speaking coach. And um, some of the things that we've been helping people with lately now that it looks like Zoom is still going to be around for a while, Zoom or Skype or uh, all, all of the, the other similar um, formats, there are some things that I think people can do to look a little more professional. So if you don't mind, I wanted to share five easy things about that. I love it because, you know, I keep hearing people say, oh, I'm Zoom fatigued, honey, get over it. <laughs> we are going to be is, Zooming for the next six plus months, okay? So... <laughs> be something that even outlasts the pandemic, you know, yeah. um, because some convenience to it too. And the chance to connect with people um, all over. All we're, we're, over. would not have had a chance to meet if it weren't for, um, for the pandemic. And that's one of the silver linings, um, if there are a few. Yes, I love it. So I'm, I'm ready. Go ahead and jump in there. Oh, the, the first thing is, um, and, and some of these seem pretty basic, but then I, I think as we go through them, everybody will recognize the, the, the times that they've seen people missing these easy things. Mm-hmm. One is to have a professional background. So uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of, of the, the digital backgrounds. Those work for some people. Sometimes you get like shadows and it's a little distracting for me. Um, but having an appropriate background, um, I was on a, a call with somebody who was clearly in her bedroom and the bed wasn't made. Uh, <laughs> and and things like that 
just, um, and there's no judgment, of course, because while we're in the pandemic at the, the time that you and I are talking, we're still at the, the height of it. Um, it's, you know, it, we, we give a little leeway to people living their lives, um, but then also you're, you're in a meeting. So, um, and let me that- just interject and say this. I, I hear you because a lot of times I've, I've thought myself, okay, I love the authenticity of where we are right now. And I've been on business calls where somebody's child comes in or their cat, and I'm okay with that. But the bed not made, come on, honey. <laughs> uh, exactly. The, and you're right. The the pets and the um, – although I had a, a day a, a couple of weeks ago where I had, you know, back-to-back Zoom calls like we all often do. And I saw so many back ends of cats in that one day <laughs> all over the place, and they were not looking to share – their their most flattering angles that day, but it's <laughs> who we are, and and that is pretty cool about it all. I love the Twitter handle. I don't know if, if you know it or if anyone has checked it out. Um, at rate my Skype room, which they which rates the um, the backgrounds basically of people who are on TV. So they look at. Um, pundits and reporters and rate them zero to 10. And it, it's fun, but it also actually gives you some good tips. You think, oh yeah, I guess I could use some flowers here. So it's something to check out. Um, so that's number one, the professional background. Number two is the camera position. And I think we've probably all seen these people where you're looking up their nose or you're only seeing their forehead or um, the, just, it just looks off. And one of the things I, you know, the, the definite rule is that the camera should be at your eye level or a little bit higher. And um, I, I tell people sometimes, just watch, just watch the news for just a minute before you go on, especially if you're going to do, if you're doing a presentation or you're, you're trying to really look your best. If it's a family meeting, it may matter less. But, um, you know, just watch the news for a second. See the way they're framed. See where they're looking, if it's up or down. And how much of their face you're seeing. So that's number two. Number three, which goes along with that, is lighting. And I think people are coming along to understand this a little bit better. But, uh, you know, the basics are you need a light source in front of you. Uh, Sometimes people will have a a bright window behind them and it may be lovely. But for one thing, our webcams autofocus. So as soon as you move even the slightest bit, it's going to throw everything off. You're going to look like a like somebody in the witness protection program. You're going to throw and the window is going to be bright. And it's it's really going to be distracting for other people in the meeting. And, and if somebody is speaking and they notice it out of the corner of their eye. Um, but so if you wait, have- wait, let me say. So what lighting are you using right now? Because you look fabulous and I do not. <laughs> no, you, right. I can, I can see you and, and tell. I have a, um, a ring light here okay. that was a, a cheap online buy. Uh, and and I need to get a ring. So I'm I'm in the studio right now. So I've been razzing my producer because he has this bright light. I feel like I'm being interrogated. There's a bright light. My forehead is shining. And now there's another light, which kind of makes the other light look better because now my forehead is not shining so much. But yeah, <laughs> lighting is everything, man, when you're on Zoom or any any sort of uh, virtual call. What? What is crazy about it is that so I have this ring light and it has a lot of different settings and throughout the day I have to change it because mm-hmm. I also 
crypto where there's light coming in and and every hour to everything changes. And so it's a good idea on all of these to go into Zoom and check the settings. Um, each time you're joining a meeting, make sure you're, you're framed upright and that your light looks the best it can. But even if you in front of you, um, that can give some light or turn around so that window is facing you instead of behind you are, are good tips too. Um, but the ring light is, is a great investment, I think. Um, so that's that's number three. Number four is the um, audio. So you know, in addition to the, we all go through where we forget to unmute ourselves and and all of that kind of thing. But having a some kind of good quality mic. Of course, right now you've got like high tech studio mic. Uh, you're you're doing pretty well. Um, I have right now just a little clip on lavalier mic that I bought on Amazon or somewhere for a few bucks. It's not the greatest quality, but it is better than using my mic on my computer, which you can then hear when I'm typing and everything. And so it's a little distracting, and it's good. To that's what that is. Okay, so <laughs> I I kept I, I was on a call and I kept hearing all this stuff like you know that tapping thing. So it was them typing on the computer. Okay, all right. Probably wherever the mic is positioned on their computer is near that keyboard. Yeah, and hearing so. Uh, that can get distracting after a long time, especially if the person's supposed to be paying attention and then now you know that they're checking their emails, you know. Busted. Yeah, exactly. You can see the Facebook shining off their eyes. You know, they're doing something else. <laughs> um, but so some kind of good quality microphone. And, and a lot of people like to use um, earbuds or, or AirPods. And that's completely fine, too, if, if, it, uh, if you test it and the audio sounds good. Um, but the, the really the, the basic thing about all of this is really what I say is the easy thing number five, which is um, remember that this is a meeting. You know, if you would um, just stand up and walk across the room and start straightening up papers in a conference room, um, you probably wouldn't do that. It's going to be distracting. People are going to look at you and, and you're on camera all the time, which can be exhausting. And that is where that Zoom fatigue starts to set in. Um, but if you're in a meeting, you typically know that you're not supposed to be checking your phone all the time mm -hmm. or you know, chatting or just getting up and, and walking out. And if you do, of course, everybody needs to go get a drink of water or use the restroom from time to time. Um, you know, that, that would be the rare time that you might turn your camera off so that it's not distracting for other people. Because you don't want to be the person speaking and then suddenly see, you know, you've got 10 people who are just doing completely different things and nobody is listening to you at all. So just remembering that even though the format's different, yeah, you're at your house, yeah, the, the cat is crawling around, this still is a is a meeting that you're having. I love it. These are great tips. And really, especially if you're trying to tell your story, if you're trying to do a sales presentation or trying to win people over, if you're in a nonprofit and you're trying to get contributions or whatever, you got to remember these things so that you maintain um, the right atmosphere yeah. to be effective, right? Yeah. 
I think, yeah, you're right. And and that reminds me of a, another thing about it being in a meeting. If you're in a meeting room, you're able to make eye contact with people. And our instinct now is to look around the screen and see the, the faces. And and that's great because we we need that feedback um, that we're that our point is being made and that people are hearing us and and all of that. Uh, but really what's most effective if you're presenting and it's something high stakes is that you are making eye contact with the camera mm-hmm. because that's what everybody else is seeing instead of you looking around um, at the the grid of people, um, but that you're staring straight into the camera again, like Anderson Cooper would be doing if you just like watch the news for a minute to see how that looked. And I love that you brought that out because that's the thing most people are not really cognizant of. And that is if you look at the camera, everybody thinks you're looking at them. Absolutely. But if you're looking around at all the people on the call, People can see that you're not looking at them, so that's a great that's a great little extra bonus point there. I love you brought that out. It, it, yeah, it is tough when you want to see the faces. You you make a joke, you want to look and see if it landed or not, and or if you're you're feeling like a fool. But um, but you just have to trust um, trust what you're saying and then deliver it most effectively, which means making eye contact. Exactly. I love it. Thank you so much. This was great. I can tell you right now, I'm going to have you back on because I I was just thinking as I was preparing for you coming on tonight, I know that you do some legacy work and I think it's really important that we talk a little bit about that, especially because of the times that we're living in. So I hope you'll come back on and talk a little bit about storytelling and legacy, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I can't wait. It's it's one of the things that like that gets me most excited is helping people capture their family legacies and what what they want to leave behind in the world. So I anytime you're you're ready, I'm I'm back here to talk about it. I love it. So stay tuned, everybody. Randy's gonna come back. So in the meantime, again, tell our listeners how they can uh, reach out to you, Randy. Yeah, Randy at FirstStoryStrategies.com, or you can just check out the website, FirstStoryStrategies.com, and see some of the stuff that I get into. I love it. Thank you much, Randy. Be well. All right. Thanks. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.